Rusty Quill presents. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is entry 3121, titled Skin Suit, written and submitted to the exchange from a member going by the name Just the Girl Next Door, recorded by Cole Weavers. My mother used to sew me these ridiculous costumes that no one in their right mind would think to wear. While my friends were clad in Batman, Green Arrow, and The Flash, 
I was stuck with E.T. Yes, the alien from that movie released back in 1982 with the stupid glowing finger, and yes, I was the laughing stock of my friend group that year. My mother either had a horrible sense of humor, or she didn't realize that the only alien I wanted to dress up as was the one from Planet Krypton. Superman. But we were poor, blue-collared, white trash people. We lived in a trailer that had way too many cats, not enough food stamps, and an alcoholic maniac who made our lives a living hell every day of the year. My father's mood swings and endless piles of Modelo bottles were haunting enough that the thought of celebrating Halloween just wasn't on my radar. When I turned 16, I stopped dressing up for Halloween altogether and put the whole stupid holiday behind me. When the man of the house stopped acting like a man and more like a deadbeat loser, I had no choice but to grow up a little faster. I got a job at the local diner to help my mom pay the bills and all of those silly costumes were shoved into a box and scooted under my bed to collect dust. A couple years later, I graduated high school. My mom finally divorced my dad, and I married my high school sweetheart. We had one child together, my son, Phineas. And for a while, everything was great. I had a decent job making decent money. Guinevere was settling nicely into being a stay-at-home mom and Finn was growing like a weed. Though, around the time he turned 13, I noticed a shift in Guinevere's behavior. She started becoming quiet and aloof, leaving the house at odd times to run errands and guarding her phone like her life depended on it. And when I pressed her for information, she simply guilt-tripped me about not trusting her. So, I left it alone for six whole months. Sometime around September, my wife finally came to me and admitted that she had been having an affair with her 21-year-old neighbor, which led to our inevitable divorce. Oh, my son was crushed. The holidays were incredibly tense and strained with Finn bouncing between the two of our houses like a ping-pong ball. While I was busy grieving the loss of the love of my life, she was busy playing house across the street. It was like pouring salt in the wound every time I saw the two of them out in their driveway. Oh, I'll tell you, moving on is a whole lot easier when your ex doesn't live a hop, skip, and a jump away. Two years later, Guinevere fell pregnant. And since she was so wrapped up in the new baby, Finn was free to visit a little more than he had before. In fact, he spent so much time over at my house that it practically became his only home. While the room at his mother's house had the necessities, yeah, his room here was far more lived in. Various band posters were plastered to the walls, clothing littered the floor, and a gaming setup that any teenager would die for sat in the corner of his room. I didn't mind having him around more often, though, and his mother was more than glad to hand him off to me. I guess a new shiny baby is much more interesting than a son that reminds her of a failed marriage every time she looks at him. Finn spat the day after his new half-sister had been born. He didn't say anything much else after that, but he didn't have to. The sound of him slamming the front door shut and storming to his room spoke volumes. I couldn't say that I knew exactly how he felt, but I did empathize with the feeling of being 
replaced. Guinevere didn't spare anyone's feelings when she chose her own over Finn's and mine. At the time of our divorce, I'd been replaced by a man who was just legal enough to drink alcohol. And not long after, Finn had been replaced by his baby. Finn had been increasingly quiet the last couple of weeks, clearly in some kind of slump. I knew that he was buried in schoolwork, but I also knew that despite Halloween being my least favorite holiday, he loved it more than Thanksgiving and Christmas combined. So, I took the day off from work, made a run to Spirit Halloween, and decorated the house in all kinds of creepy decorations. Finn wouldn't say it, but I knew he would appreciate it. By the time I got home with some pizzas, soda, and an oversized bag of candy, I expected him to be home. With a glance at my watch, I cocked a brow and wondered why he was running late. School let out at 3.05, and it was already 5 o'clock. Dad, Finn called, dropping his backpack on the floor by the front door and padding into the kitchen. Two cheese pizzas were laid out on the countertop next to a bottle of Mountain Dew. Hungry? Actually, Cam, Lacey, and I were going to go out tonight, do a little trick-or-treating, so I probably need to get going. My eyes flitted up to meet his, a smirk tugging at the corner of his mouth. Lacey, as in the girl you've been crushing over since the beginning of the school year? That, uh, that pretty blonde? A blush burned at Finn's cheeks, his hand coming up to rub the back of his neck. Uh, yeah, yeah, that one. Aren't you three a little too old to go trick-or-treating? I teased, lifting a large piece of cheese pizza to my mouth, a string of mozzarella clinging to my chin. Well, uh, I don't know. Halloween's my favorite holiday, and besides, Cam just got his driver's license, so he's gonna drive us over to the rich neighborhood that gives out the full-size candy bars. Okay, so when do you think you'll be home? I asked, in between sips of Mountain Dew. Uh, I don't know, probably sometime around... Midnight? Finn was toying with the plastic bag in his hands, the ruffle of the bag drawing my attention to it. Hey, what's in the bag? Oh, it's, uh, it's a costume. I, I had to pick up something last minute. All the other places were wiped out, but this, uh, this little hole-in-the-wall antique store downtown was open, and they had this sick Halloween costume hanging up in the window. The elation in his voice made me laugh my mind floating back to all of the horrible costumes my mom had made me wear as a kid. I would have killed for something cool. Come here, let me see. I motioned him forward, wiping my hands on a dish towel before I leaned back against the kitchen island and watched him pull the costume from the little plastic bag. Ha! Isn't it cool? Crazy realistic, and I got it for pennies. Goosebumps traveled along my arms as I stared at it, every hair standing on end. Something about this costume simply didn't feel right. An awkward chuckle left my lips as I crossed my arms and met his excited gaze, one singular eyebrow raised when I didn't answer. What? You think it isn't scary enough? Cam's dressing up as Pennywise, but uh, I think I've got him beat. My eyes traveled back down to the costume, the fabric of it strangely resembling human-like skin. It was a full-body costume. Something akin to one of those weird morph suits. Hair sprouted up along the arms and blood was smeared across the front of it, staining its clothing a deep hue of red. 
The face was even worse. Two holes were cut where the eyes should be. A hole for the nose and another for the mouth. All of them were bloody and tattered, the skin in those areas frayed and misshapen. That wasn't the strange part, though. The strange part was when I noticed it had a full head of hair. It almost looked like... Dad? Oh, <clears throat> yeah. I awkwardly coughed and rubbed my chin anxiously. Oh, I'm sorry. I, uh, I was a million miles away there just now. With a pause, I moved a little closer, my eyes trying to inspect the costume without touching it. Whatever it was, it creeped me out. And I didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah, I, uh... I think you've definitely got Cam beat with this one. It looks so... My voice trailed off as I noticed a raven tattoo on one of the costume's legs. The ink old and faded. And then my eyes narrowed in on something else. It had... Freckles. And moles. Costumes always this detailed. Something about it was just... Uncanny. It looks so real, doesn't it? He exclaimed, running a hand over it. I watched as he held it up, dangling the costume in front of me before throwing it over his shoulder and heading back to his room. Okay, well, I'm gonna go change, but I'll see you later. I wasn't usually very strict on Finn, but staying out late on a night like Halloween is never a good idea. I don't know what the kids do these days, but my buddies and I... Well, that's a story for another time. Hey, Finn, please come home at a reasonable time, all right? Yeah, 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 I hear ya. His booted feet trudged down the hallway and disappeared into his room before his door clicked shut. Part of me was curious about what that thing would even look like if he put it on. But I didn't have a chance to stick around and find out because my phone rang. Guinevere? What happened to calling me Gwen? I could hear the sound of her annoyance crackling over the line. Don't play nice with me. What do you want? Jer went out with the boys tonight, and I really need some help with my washing machine. It's been making a weird clicking noise, and let me stop you right there. Finn's mom and I didn't speak very often. But when we did, it often ended in a yelling match filled with some combination of curse words or insults. So I peeled open the back door and stepped out. I didn't want Finn to hear whatever insanity was about to ensue. Sounds like fixing the washing machine is a job for your husband, and last time I checked, I'm not that. Why do you have to be such an insufferable prick all the time, huh? You used to... Stop. My voice was short and stern. I used to be a lot of things before you screwed everything up, and I'm tired of dealing with you and your lousy attempts to get me back. I know Jeremy is a lazy, idiotic, sorry excuse of a husband, but that's your fault for marrying a literal man-child. Jeremy is far from a man-child, she screeched, the sound causing me to pull the phone away from my ear. He's 23, and you're 45, I retorted. Maybe if you weren't old enough to be his mommy. You know what? I don't need this right now. When the phone hung up, I couldn't help but chuckle. Cheating on me with that idiot is one of the worst decisions that she ever made, and it brings a smile to my face every time he proves me right. I didn't want to tell her I told you so, but served her right. By the time I got back to Finn's room and wrapped my knuckles on his door, I stood there for a second. Before I pushed it open, I noticed that he was already gone. With a shrug, 
I strolled back to my bedroom, changed into some sweats, and turned on some HBO. Sometime around 3.45, I woke with a start. My TV glowed. The words, are you still watching, glaring back at me on the screen. I threw the covers from my body, stealthily slipped into my closet and grabbed my baseball bat. What woke me up was the sound of glass shattering. And all I could think about was whether or not Finn had made it home or if he was still out. If there was an intruder in my house, I could only hope it was the latter. Slowly, my sock-clad feet snuck across the hardwood of the kitchen as I surveyed my surroundings. My eyes were sleep-crusted and delirious. My entire body on edge, I felt like a live wire that would snap at any given moment. The bat clutched so tightly in my hands that my knuckles were white. Everything looked fine. Until I reached Finn's room. Cold sweat broke out when I noticed that his door was cracked open. Please fast forward the tape to the end of this side. Then turn the tape over and you're ready to play the other side. Tiny Terrors is an anthology horror podcast produced by Pulp Audio and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. This episode was directed by Cole Weavers, with sound production and editing by Mike Lebeau. To find additional information or to join our Patreon for additional content and ad-free episodes, visit our website, www.tinyterrorspod.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Tiny Terrors Pod. Or join the Pulp Audio Discord by clicking the link in the description below. Rate and review us on Spotify and Apple. And finally, thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.